What is up, everybody? And welcome to the first Silver Tryhards episode of 2019. Oh, I know, right? It's a whole new year. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's a whole new year. Yeah, and a whole new year of you interrupting me. Shut up. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, Sean Love. And with me, unfortunately, as always, is Ryan Trombatory. I know. Here you are, Ryan, putting up with me for a whole other year of reviewing and playing all the games. We thought we made it out of 2018 alive. And here we are coming up on the first three months of this year with all the games again. So, mm-hmm. yeah. For those of you who listened to the last week's episode, it was our um, games of 2018. Thanks for checking that out. It was a fun episode. Um, wow. And through um, movie magic, if you will, and podcast magic, we actually recorded that a few weeks early. So. Ooh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you can call us phonies, you can call us liars, whatever. But that allowed us to play some things over our holiday break. We took a couple weeks off, um, and again, that gave us gave us an opportunity to play play some other things. So this this episode might have some throwbacks, might have some um, things we might have gotten for Christmas, and you know, games that that aren't brand new because really nothing new came out since I want to say Just Cause Four which was at the very beginning of December and smash brothers. So really, really nothing new until like next week or a week after that. So, uh, unless you count Mario, um, and Luigi, um, the, the new super Mario brothers, U, something that came out on the episode, what a launch title for the Wii U. So unless you count yeah. that as a brand new game and um, the re-release of, uh, Bowser's inside story. There you go. Yeah. So, we're jumping ahead of, to the end of the show. A bunch of old Mario stuff getting re-released. <laughs> exactly. So so really, we got nothing new really till the end of January. But uh, we're still here to bring you the news. And um, as always, let's jump right into that with the Gamer Beat. Nah. We'll get bumpers one day. <laughs> so um, this episode, we, we do... Um, kind of want to talk about our top games, things we're looking forward to in 2019. But there was kind of an interesting story. Um, did, did you see this, Ryan? Uh, that a new, uh, the CEO of, um, excuse me, uh, of the company that make Project Cars decided we're going to make a, a new gaming console. Did, did you see this story? Uh, I heard about a little bit, but I hadn't really looked into it so much. Uh, I believe you know more about it probably than I do. Okay. Well, um, basically, um, what's his name? Ian Bell, who's the CEO of, uh, um, God, I lost the name of the company. But anyway, um, they essentially announced via Twitter um, that they are going to create a gaming console to compete with the PlayStation and the Xbox. They should be out in around three years. And what the the tweet essentially said was, what is the Mad Box? That's the name of the console. It is the most powerful console ever built. It is literally mad, mad in quotes. You want 4K? You want VR at 60 frames per second? You want a full engine for free to develop your games on it? You have it. And then he got ridiculed because people started going into the difference between frames per eye and what you need to maintain, not um, uh, simulation sickness. And so that, that was kind of a, a funny rabbit hole to go down. But do you, do you think we need another console? <laughs> do you think we need another? Do you think competition is good in the gaming space? Or do you think it's just another box to take up dust on your um, shelf? Uh I mean, it's probably good, sure, but I, I don't see another company being able to make anything to compete with with, with what already exists. Uh, I feel like, you know, Xbox, there's, there's the big three, and I don't see another one really making any headway there. Um, especially considering that they've never had anything before. It's kind of hard to just jump into the market. Look, I mean, poor Sega, basically, were the last people who who, who tried and just died 
Hey, and then just went back to making games. I think you're forgetting about the uh, could hardly keep it on the shelf Android based console, the Ouya. Is that how you pronounced it? Right. Yeah, the Ouya. That everyone knows what a hit that was. Yeah. I'm not trying to be snarky, but like I, you know, you're you're right, and I think I don't know what the barrier to entry is going to be for cost on this, but if I want to play VR, wouldn't I just buy a VR headset for my existing PC? Or if you are going to, um, what is it, Oculus? it took me a minute the oculus quest right that that's coming out here very short i mean that's different that's vr vr is much more of an untapped market uh especially on the terms that the quest is supposed to be fully and completely wireless uh you know that's a bigger draw and the, the quest i can only imagine is going to be so powerful i'd I'm still kind of skeptical on what we're going to see available to even play on it. Um, but, I mean, if it's able to handle some stuff graphically, then that would be cool. But it, that's a whole different market, VR. Well, I mean, if you put it in your mission statement, right? Like, do you want v, you want 4K and VR? Like, if those are sure. the things you're, so, you're touting. Uh, what is does that mean that they're going to make their own headset or they're going to try and make compatibility with an existing no, one? No, they I'm sorry, I should have mentioned this. They had they put out there that the system, the Mad Box, will be compatible with most VR headsets on the PC basically, VR headsets on the market. So they didn't okay. specify. They just said most. So maybe it's something cool for people who don't have a VR headset and want to get one. I want something what better than the the psvr they can get like an oculus and then get this little box instead of having to shell out for a computer but i mean it really depends on what it costs because maybe a computer is just a better option exactly and again i'm just going to go with the if i already own a computer would would i shell out the extra money for a another console when i could just buy the vr headset you know i mean you mm -hmm. and i both already have an oculus and we both love vr and i'm not trying to sound braggy here i'm just saying that we both tried like all the headsets out there you know we we were fortunate enough that one year when we went to pax that yeah hey you want to try the vive yes and we like everybody was running to the twitch booth you and i were the dorks running to the i think it was like the zotac video card booth and they happened to have mm -hmm. a vive like the year before it came out and we were first in line we're like yes give us this experience and then like the same day they had um um it's uh what was it they had uh, what's the name of the game elite dangerous set up yeah with, that was actually really cool with I, the I'm full still of the mind. and like the oculus yeah I, i'm still of the mind that i want to get like a, a like a spaceship throttle thing <laughs> to fuck around with uh so i can get elite dangerous because that's like the reason i haven't bought it for pc to like play it in, in vr because i just want to have it just it doesn't feel like it would be right to just sit in a chair and play it with a mouse and keyboard or a controller <laughs> now you want that um that full experience yeah i gotta have it <laughs> no and i i agree with that it is um it's funny. It's one of the reasons I bought VR was to try that. But right. I, cause you have that and you have, what's the other one? Eve Valkyrie does the same thing. So, but like, yeah. I tell people all the time, like it's, if you've never, ever tried VR, like it is like a, the very definition of like a religious experience. The first time you put on a headset and experience something new, it is mind blowing. And, yeah. uh, and the, when you play those flight Sims, like if you were a child of like the nineties and you played like X-Wing and TIE fighter and any of those games, like imagine that and being able to look behind you, like in the cockpit behind you while still having full control of the flight stick and doing all that, ah, uh, no, no, 
I know I said this when we were playing, talking about Monster Hunter World in our last episode. Like, oh, this makes me want to go play Monster Hunter World, which I did. <laughs> I played that over the break. Like, this makes me want to go and, like, hop in the cockpit again. And uh, That's, like, the most mind-boggling thing when I played it. And I, when I could, like, I saw them, you know, take off above me. And I didn't have to, like, reorient the spaceship to figure out where they went. I just looked up through the cockpit and i was like oh there he is and then it's a it's a weird sensation to kind of be like maneuvering your spaceship toward them while following them with your eyes so like the spaceship's obviously moving independent of your head when typically those are basically the same thing um but yeah it's same thing it's making me kind of want to look into that again but like i couldn't find a decent flight stick throttle combo thing for less than like two hundred dollars yeah i mean i found some stuff on offer up that was like 60 but like they're all like out in the middle of fucking nowhere and that's why they're selling them cheap because they don't have any better way to get rid of them they're gonna rob you they're gonna like lure you out to the desert and um then they're gonna just take your money see i will say this this mad box has inspired me to just invest in my current infrastructure so it makes me look at this it assess my finances look at what i already own and go i should just play the stuff i have yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> so play more yeah but i will make a note this was another story i didn't put this down uh for the week but speaking of vr apparently mm-hmm. pc owners the vr um what's it called the number of people who have acquired vr has doubled since last year so anyone who's saying vr is dead is a goddamn liar <laughs> because it's growing but i guess not enough to um i don't know making news but well, I, I just think it's because no big companies are making anything for it if you look at like steam's top selling in the vr section it's all third party you know little indie studio stuff like uh two of the top ones on there beat saber is made by a team of like five people and then there's this other big uh new one that's picking up steam lately called uh what is it sorcery and swords or something like that um and that's like i think that's overtaken beat saber even on the top sellers list at this point because it's just a hot thing right now and that's made by literally one guy (laughs) and like the whole game is just fighting it's like just an arena fighter there are no objectives like or winning it's just like you pick a difficulty and a stage and then you just fight dudes until there's no more dudes to fight and then you do it again that's but like funny. but like the physics are so realistic in it and that's like the main draw is like swords and stuff have weight and like you can actually dual wield like a weapon so like you can dual wield a or not dual wield but double hand so you can like double hand a big claymore or like hold a spear with two hands and move your hand just throw a spear people uh yeah you could probably throw it with (laughs) i saw a a clip a guy had a knife in his hand and he dropped the knife and there's a kick button and he pressed kick and it kicked the knife and shot forward into a person's face (laughs) it was like a great clip uh, but it's got magic in it too, which is why the sorcery is in there. I know I've kind of tangented off into this talking about this game, but it's pretty funny because there's, you can get some really good clips out of it. Like yeah, there's a God slowdown. Ryan, stick to the show. There's a slowdown time spell and like a lightning spell, and when you shoot it with lightning, they go like blah, blah, like the enemies. <laughs> but he's made so much money off of it already that he's like bringing more people on and trying to kind of expand the scope of the game. <laughs> He's like, I just wanted a quick buck off Steam, and this thing really took off. <laughs> so I got to actually make it good. <laughs> I mean, uh, he actually is building it with like modders in mind and stuff. So he like kind of that's how Beat Saber thrived. Just like they're working, you know, ever so slowly. So modders are making the game still relevant. <laughs> the game's good. We're gonna make it better. You're working really slow, and licensing is not a problem for modders. So exactly. Um, well, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much the news. Like I said, kind of a slow news week. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of VR talk. Um, so, we're going to go into the... Uh, we each decided to pick five games. Maybe a couple honorable mentions. They don't hit, hit, hit our list. But a couple, five games. We're not going to spend as long as we did last week. But a couple of games that we're really looking forward to here in 2019. Maybe say a few things about them. Um, but, yeah. 
because this year we got a lot of really good, good stuff. I will say, I don't think Last of Us Two is coming out this year. I don't think Cyberpunk. Probably not. I don't think Cyberpunk's coming out this year. I would have put Definitely that as number not. one on my list if it was. I yeah. don't think um, there's another one. Anyway, it'll come back to me. But I don't think either of those two games are coming out this year. Those are oh, Death Stranding. They said it might. I don't think so, man. Like I could be wrong. Even if it did, I'd need to see more before I was excited about it because it's still like, oh, it looks cool, but like cool in like the way that it just looks mysterious. Yeah, with the like, way Kojima is going around to different studios, just like dicking around, like yeah. it makes me like, why aren't you go back to your studio and finish your game? <laughs> like, <laughs> like seriously. Anyway, he's got other people working on it. Yeah, he just comes in and it's like, there's not enough goopy babies. <laughs> There's not enough. Get me more invisible monsters and goopy babies. Stat. You're like, <laughs> that, that boss isn't psychomantis enough. <laughs> <laughs> Need more gold dogs. <laughs> yeah, like, the boss in that game is going to be like, I see you like to watch Netflix, Snake. I mean, Norman Reedus. <laughs> Have you been watching Black Mirror Season 2? <laughs> I see you got the bad ending in Bandersnatch. <laughs> it's a terrible name for a show in this climate. <laughs> so anyway which speaking of i don't mean to tangent because we're not really a movie and tv podcast but i was i watched bandersnatch have you watched it no it's it's literally like if david cage made a movie like and i got to a point in the whole thing we can talk about the meta-ness of like oh it's you're controlling a character and da, 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 da. but i literally think i got my made my choices where the movie said no you did everything wrong rewind and you have to make one of these two choices and like the the movie basically deals with free will and everything but i was like i literally think i took the wrong path where it said no you either have to make this choice from like 30 minutes ago in the movie or you have to do this bad ending and i was like so are you saying that I literally like, and I get it there, there is the notion of is free will a thing in the movie, but I'm like, I think I literally broke the movie. <laughs> so anyway, I guess we can talk about Bandersnatch later, but I was like, I got mad. I was like, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, and again, I think that was probably the point, but anyway, so top five most anticipated games, 2019. Yep. Go ahead, Ryan. Okay. Uh, number one for me, Kingdom Hearts 3. I've been waiting for New Kingdom Hearts for forever and a half. And I don't know, those games are just really fun to me. And I always get super hyped to play all of them. And I don't know. I, when when they did the you know remasters and everything, I was playing those. And it just made me want more New Kingdom Hearts. And I've been waiting so long for there to be like actual New Kingdom Hearts. Like, even... Even if we're talking about not the numbered titles, there hasn't been a new one since the 3DS one, unless you count like the tiny little snippet point two thing that they made for the the 2.8 remix thing, because you know they keep giving them weird numbers. Uh, <laughs> um, if you don't count that, which I don't really, because it's very short. Um, then yeah, the 3DS one was the last one that you know, was an actual new game and that was forever ago. And then Kingdom Hearts two came out on the it came out on the fucking PS two. So <laughs> that that should tell you right there how long it's been since they had a main numbered title game. There's been a whole console generation in between and most of this one. Uh so yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. So here's the thing. I'm a huge Disney fan. Like I mean I'm from Southern California. I went to Disneyland all the time. I even worked at Disney and downtown Disney, but kingdom hearts was a franchise that just passed me by. I mean, so I all play these, it, what I, I play it 0% for the Disney part. Well, you play it for the square Enix part. Yeah. I so, play it for all of the RPG and the, I like the story and the other characters. So I will play it. Like I'm going to play the game, but like, I'm afraid I won't have the nostalgia for, excuse me, for the first two games. I hear that won't matter because the story is so incoherent. It doesn't matter. 
but it I, does I, matter. I, You're going to be really confused. I hope that I will like it because it has a Pirates of the Caribbean land. It has a Big Hero Six land, and whatever you know. I don't really want the rest of the land spoiled for me, but like, I just hope. Toy that, Story. <laughs> Toy Story. Yeah, those are the three that have been really revealed so far, right? Frozen. So, what? Frozen. Stop! 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 <laughs> How it's would in you the feel? Trailer. If, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, so I just I hope the Disneyness of it outweighs the fact that I'm like I didn't play the first like I I know that playing the other games won't matter like I could just watch a cutscene but I know that that because I don't have a fondness for the franchise that transcends 20 years or however long it's been that yeah. you know it'd be like if I never played a Mario game and then I played Mario Odyssey I'd be like well this is fun but like Who's this Italian plumber? That's, you know? not even, that's not even close to how it's going to be. It's going to be like starting to read Return of the King and you never read the Fellowship of the Ring or the Two Towers. You're going to be like, where they have a ring? There's these people who died when? What? You're going to be incredible. Like, I can't. I'm, I have no idea how they're going to come even close to making this palatable for anybody who hasn't who's not invested in at least has at the very least played the two main titles. Yeah, I heard someone talking about it and they were talking about like, oh my God, they showed so-and-so is now a bad guy or succumbed to the darkness. And I'm like, yeah, um, that's a big deal. Why? <laughs> and so-and-so, I know you're talking about, you won't even know who that is unless you played one of the side games called Birth by Sleep. And so like, I didn't know if maybe I should knock out the 1.5 2.4 oh, the complete collection right that you can get on playstation 4 i'm like can i knock yeah, that the out story so far <laughs> before the game comes out like that's 19 days from now is that's that possible happening. like no 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 so, not, not unless you like mainlined the shit out of them <laughs> so and it was fun you know i don't know like i anyway so on to mine my yeah, number five your number one. Oh, well, that's your number i did that was my number one <laughs> Okay, well, then I'll do my number one. My number one is Anthem. Yeah. Uh, as pictured for those audio listeners, I got a picture behind me on the video version. Anthem, Anthem. Anthem's my number, uh, my number five, actually. So I'm, I'm kind of a fan, kind of a stupid way of putting it, but I'm, I'm a fan of MMOs that, I, that are good mm -hmm. um, and Destiny. Every time I say I'm not going to play Destiny, I end up the expansion comes out and I bite and I end up playing it for another hundred hours. You go and, on time wasted on Destiny and you're like, oh my god, my life. Yeah, <laughs> and this game just looks so fun. Like, um, you literally get to be Iron Man. And then just just based on the trailer, I was like, oh, I'm going to play a Storm. Like Storm is going to be my main, which is basically the mage of the world. And then right. I see the one that looks like the Hulk bust or the Colossus, who's the only one that can wield heavy weapons. And then I'm like, but that one's got the big ass gun ultimate and it's got rockets. And I'm like, well, I want that one now. Like, it, but the cool part is, is you can, you kind of like monster hunter world, right? Like where I have my character and I can play with the long sword or I can play with the bow. Like it doesn't matter. I can change my loadout at any time. And uh, yeah, you can do the same thing with your javelin. You want to play as a storm, play as a storm. You want to play as a colossus because you need a tank, play as a colossus. Yeah, you don't have to play. You don't have to have three different characters like in Destiny. <laughs> yeah, and they had a they have a freaking melee one of all things. Like I'm looking at that, like I don't even know if I want to touch that one. I mean, the animations look fantastic. Like my hope, and like I know I'm, I know I'm going to be disappointed in this, but I really hope it has some DNA from Star Wars: The Old Republic only because my favorite thing of from the old republic was when you did a dungeon you got to make choices and so the dungeon played out differently based on the way the group voted so like if i wanted to push an engineer out the airlock and ryan wanted to save him like whatever the overwhelming majority was of the group that ended up happening and you got a yeah. different path through the dungeon. So I don't, I'm not saying I want that exact system, but I really hope because they said this game is there's no PVP in this game. It's 100% story focused. And they clarified that if Ryan and I are both on the same story beat when we play the game, the story will advance for both of us. So 
it won't be a cluster like as much as I like Monster Hunter. Their co-op was oh. fucking terrible. You haven't watched the cutscene yet. <laughs> exactly. So um, I really hope there's just a thread of that DNA in there where it's like because loot shooters and MMOs have this inherent replayability. They want you to constantly go through the same content over and over again. I hope there is that, you know, that little shred of what the old Republic has. Um, yeah. but so this is my number one, it, you 19, speaking of 19 days in 19 days, if you've pre-ordered it on the 25th, there's the VIP demo. Uh, Ryan and I both have, uh, origin access. So we're both going to be hopping on PC, trying this out yep. and we'll let you know. <laughs> so put my 1080 to the test. Um, so yeah, you my said that number, was your number five. That was my number yes. one. All right. So since we're going in, in that order, yeah. what's your number two? My number two is Sekiro shadows die twice. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge dark souls fan uh dark souls bloodborne and if you'll if you're watching the video portion behind me i have a screenshot of their very first technically their second game kingsfield uh because i've been kind of on a kick of playing all of their old games right now and uh, but i'll talk about more about that in my games of the week because that's all i've been playing um so obviously i'm very excited for this it looks very much like it's it's going to be a souls type game but kind of like more fluid combat i should say <laughs> was that the one where i think it was game informer had video of it at e3 where the guy kept dying to that one boss so he would just yeah. snuck around and then one shot at him like if you yeah. if you basically are like a shadow or stealth you can instantly kill things yep like there are stealth attacks and then if you die and you have like I don't remember what they're calling it, but you can like Souls. wait until you can wait until they like go back to their post and then come back to life if you have that kind of currency available to you, uh, and then you know they won't know that you're there anymore and you can sneak away. So like it's cool. It's like putting stealth mechanics in Dark Souls. It's and like there's a lot more verticality because you can actually jump and there's like a grappling hook thing that's you know very specific on where you can use it, so you can't just like grapple all over the damn place. But uh, it, it just it looks cool and i haven't seen a lot of it but you know since that trailer and, and those uh those gameplay videos but i mean i can't imagine i'm gonna not like it i like everything else they make <laughs> uh you know anything in this vein this fantasy vein anyway because they've got giant mech robot games that i'm not really into but <laughs> i need to play the dark Souls series so oh, so good just so just so i can have people watch me get frustrated at it <laughs> i own them all i played them all and all their dlcs except for the second one i don't think i did the last DLC. i heard the I second one's the weakest like out of let's just say the three dark souls and bloodborne i hear that dark souls 2 is by far the weakest there are some stalwarts who are really stand by it but i agree i think it's the weakest in the series so um so Sekiro shatters that shatters <laughs> them shatters die twice yo <laughs> they do <laughs> all right what's your number two my number two is doom eternal does that come out this year yep oh shit that that have been on my list then <laughs> so <laughs> it's the not fact but that it should the be. composer is even getting like a heavy metal choir like everything about doom from the music to the fact that doom guy that he doesn't say anything but he is a character in and of itself like the, yeah. the 2016 doom where the guy's like i'm exposition joe i'm explaining to you and he just like punches the monitor and it's like just give me a gun like doom doom guy is like the embodiment of like fuck off yeah <laughs> like like in the doom trailer like the doom eternal trailer my favorite moment is because they're doing hell on earth they're doing doom 2 hell on earth yeah. basically a remake is when he walks up to the UAC guy and he grabs his uh, key card, but it's still attached to him. So he's like dragging him over to the, um, what's it called? To the door. And the guy's just like, <laughs> like just going <laughs> along with it. And uh, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to all the new mechanics they're adding to this game because doom is just pure adrenaline. This is pure fun. If you stop moving, you're dead. And, it's just no game 
maybe aside from Wolfenstein, which is also, I mean, it's machine games, but it's Bethesda and id and all that, right? Aside from maybe that constantly rewards you from switching weapons, from jumping, from platforming, mm -hmm. excuse me, all at the same time. And so that's why that's on my list. It looks bonkers. It looks really good. Yeah. So that's my numero dos. All right. My number three is going to be Psychonauts 2. <laughs> I forgot that was coming out this year. Yep. It's supposed to come out this year. Yeah. We have so, two very different lists, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh there's some of the same stuff on there. I would say I, I would say I would get rid of my number four, and it would, Doom would be that if if, but yeah, but I forgot it was coming out this year, um, because I don't think it has like an actual release date yet. It's just like 2019. Yeah, yeah. There's so many yeah. 2019 games without official release dates, and I think that's a just in case we we don't yeah. want to get your hot hopes so, up and then push you back to 2020. So so Psychonauts two is coming out. Uh, supposed to be they finally had like an actual legitimate trailer that showed some some uh in-engine stuff if not gameplay um and, and they got all the same people to come back and do the voices uh i recently purchased when it was like on super sale the psychonauts rhombus of ruin vr thing that kind of like bridges the gap between the two and i've been playing pieces of that and that's just making me really want to play psychonauts again because the characters and the humor are really fun and the powers and everything and whew, i'm excited for it tim schaefer makes some good stuff i don't know about broken age because i didn't play it but like i mean he's a fun guy he, maybe he's not great with money sometimes considering <laughs> how broken age ended out but he's a fun guy and he makes fun stuff given yeah. the given the right time and the right idea nice i have nothing to say about psychonauts because i'm yeah anyway um but my number three <laughs> is the outer worlds um i think in a world where fallout 4 missed them i wouldn't say missed the mark but where it didn't live up to expectations and fallout mm -hmm. 76 definitely didn't live up to expectations the outer worlds really has a chance to come in and just sweep like clean up and the, it looks funny like again the i like that um that humor that yeah. you know just stupid puns and especially where it's like you gotta make a choice and blows the head off someone it's like well i i, I, I didn't mean kill someone <laughs> like but you do you <laughs> you know like yeah. um and i like the fact that it sounds like it's more concentrated like they said that it's smaller than new vegas uh and it's the team that made new vegas for those who don't know it's obsidian and yeah so and south park the stick of truth um so and the pillars of eternity games so shout out to those as well but anyway uh, but if it's smaller i'm 100 percent okay with that because oh, yeah. there, there were so many like 100 hour open world games like i still haven't gone back to assassin's creed odyssey because it um because i apparently triggered the dlc and i'm like i don't need to trigger another 30 hours i really just wanted to finish the main campaign more content does not always mean good sometimes exactly. i i want it to just be like basic like i just want it to be a tight good rpg <laughs> like here's the thing like if you make a smaller rpg but the side quests feel curated like the side quests are actually like story based and not like kill those 10 guys. Why? Yeah. Because they stole my grapes or something. Climb that tower. <laughs> yeah. Like at least Far Cry 5 kind of made fun of that. Like if that's what you're referring to, like Far Cry 5 at least made fun of Far Cry 5 at least made fun I'm of just, the fact. I'm just I'm just talking like Assassin's Creed the synchronized points. Yeah. Those still exist. Just climb yeah, that they thing. Do. Go synchronize. <laughs> yeah. so you can fast travel i'm just annoyed by the way that you can't skip that like when you synchronize you have to watch that damn eagle fly around like yeah you, in you, odyssey yeah. or not odyssey uh, yeah odyssey Sorry. yeah and origins like you can't hit a button to cancel that like you can't skip it you have to sit there and watch i know it's only 10 seconds yeah. or something but that's 10 seconds of my life like, you know what you can't skip it in spider-man and i skipped every single one spider-man is brilliant <laughs> that was my game of the year for those of you who chose not to watch our game of the year episode spider-man was my number one ryan um 
not false. God of War. I'm like, foolishly <laughs> picked God of War. Foolishly. Nah, it's the yeah. right choice. So number three, The Outer Worlds. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Number four for me. This isn't going to be on your list or anywhere near it. It's Luigi's Mansion 3. <laughs> but that's my number four and five. It's so good. I'm so looking forward to it. How dare you, sir? How dare sure. you? So this game, we've heard about as much for this as we have for Metroid Prime 4, where it's literally just like, we're making it. <laughs> like, that was the trailer. They're like, we're doing it. It's happening. Uh but I mean, I just love Luigi's Mansion in, in itself. And uh, the fact that they're putting it on the Switch gives them back to control sticks. So I'm hoping they go back to the same kind of method of fighting ghosts that they did in the first Because you like things that suck. Yes. Like his back. Yeah. Clear. <laughs> I, have a, I have a Roomba now. Uh, <laughs> I got one for Christmas for my brother. That's kind of funny. I love it. It's great. And your number Taste. five was um, was Anthem. Was Anthem. Okay. Yeah. So I'll do my four and five. My number four is Rage Two. So yeah. I don't know if I'm succumbing to the marketing, but like that game looks like a ton of fun. Like it looks like when they made like Quake Four and Rage, sort of that couple year period right there. Mm-hmm. This looks like the game that should have been with the vehicles and the the crazy powers and the da 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 like I I don't know. I like that the apocalypse is pink and neon and radical and everyone's might as well just be drinking Mountain Dew and eating Doritos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I got my got my can to surge. Like it just reminds me it seriously reminds me of like the nineties with like just terrible like what's that movie demolition man like it just kind of reminds me of that and i'm like i don't kind of this kind of looks cool (laughs) like so i don't know i'm looking forward to it i'm a fan of shooters so it's not surprising that now that i think about it the outer worlds is also first person so that's four shooters really on my list one of them two well no, no no i'm sorry anthem is the third person and outer worlds is more of an rpg so and then my fifth one is control so it's the game from remedy so i was a huge i I have i've said it here before i was a big fan of alan wake Mm -hmm. Um, quantum break was a good experiment so like (laughs) i mean they (laughs) swung they swung for the fences right (laughs) they they swung and you know they maybe hit a double they hit a double They, they, they didn't get that home run they, you know, they, they got a double. It was a good experiment. Like, I will admit, the TV show, the most distracting thing was all the Microsoft, like, product placement. Where it's like, <laughs> we got to hunt them down on my Surface Pro. <laughs> Let me make sure I call them on my Windows phone. Like, I was really, I'm like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> it's a little heavy-handed here. But, like, right. it interesting concept, you know. So, control sounds very interesting. Uh, for those who don't know... The whole thing takes place in a single location that changes. So it's like a building that morphs and you're an agent of control. And that's pretty much all we really know. I think the gun that you have can change. But Remedy delivers interesting stories. And that's why I'm looking forward to it. And so I don't think I will be disappointed. And the fact that they've been working on this and our first idea about it was e3 again it makes me think cool so they've kind of kept this under wraps so i I got three honorable mentions if you unless i'm assuming doom was one of yours so like i mean it would be i didn't have i didn't prepare any honorable mentions but i guess i could think of one or two all right so one of mine is mansions of madness mother's embrace what that is is there's a board game out there you're not a tabletop player it's a game called mansions of madness that thing is like a hundred dollar big box they've released two different editions the first one was it takes like 30 45 minutes to set up and someone can ruin that in like five minutes trust me i had someone do that before where literally the guidebook someone who used to play as a dungeon master would would read clues like and you should stay away from the cellar and someone would run straight to the cellar and the game would be over in five minutes it's based in the cthulhu mythos the arkham mythos 
they made a second edition of the board game that was more of a dungeon crawler. You place a tile. As you explore rooms in the mansion, you place the tiles. And the dungeon master this time, because it was asymmetrical, the dungeon master this time was a tablet, like a phone, uh, an iPad, a computer. It would tell you what to do, what monsters to place, what scenarios you were doing, etc. Now they're making it into a video game. It's only here because I'm cautiously optimistic because it's one player. Why they didn't make this multiplayer when the board game obviously is multiplayer. So you control all the investigators. Uh, I, I don't know. So I'm a little concerned, um, but I'm a huge fan of mansions of madness. It's still done by Asmodee, 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 whatever digital who as they own, they're the parent company that owns fantasy flight games that makes the board game. So it's in the same hands of the company. So we'll see. I you look like you're nodding. I was just, if you don't have nothing to say to contribute to that, I'm totally cool. I just didn't yeah, know really. if you have another. I'm interested, but yeah. Uh, Resident Evil two, the remake. Yeah. Uh, I mean, cause it's like a full, full remake. It's not a remaster or, or whatever. It's, it's <laughs> Tank a, control still <laughs> just yeah, with pretty, it's, it's pretty a, graphics. It's even a reimagining you might say. Um, did you now, let me ask you this. Did you play the first one? Like Resident Evil two on PlayStation one? Uh, okay. I, I don't know if I played it on PS one. I think I played it on PC, but yeah. Which one? Okay. I know you could, you could pick between Jill and Chris, right? Is that what it was? I, cause I no, haven't honestly. J- I haven't played Jill, it since PlayStation One. Jill and Chris is Resident Evil One. Okay, then. Okay, then it's Leon and Jill. Claire. Okay, Leon and Claire, dude. There's so many Resident Evil games. Yeah. Leon, Leon Kennedy, and Claire Redfield. Thank you. I don't know why I thought it was Jill and Chris, but okay. So Leon and <laughs> and Claire. The only difference, like they they, isn't one of them where like if you play as one of them, you get the shotgun like halfway through the game. Wasn't that the advantage i think some of the puzzles are slightly different okay. you might be thinking you might be thinking of the first game the first game the characters are basically the same game it's just like leon or not leon geez chris has like a knife and claire has a gun quicker or something That's like right. that uh but resident evil 2 uh, there were more significant differences i don't i don't recall them because it's just been that long since i've touched those that game but me too i feel like i'm gonna hop in the game and aside from being the better control better action controls and all that stuff i'm not gonna know what to do (laughs) because like literally right from the start of the game it's different because one of your people the game starts after like a tanker truck explodes but and you guys get separated on either side of the burning wreckage so you know, they're both going entirely different directions. They both end up at the police station and, and going blah, 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 doing all this stuff. But how you start just from the very beginning is different. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, I remember that just way back when the PlayStation came out, that was one of the like games that got people into PlayStation, that Metal Gear. So, yeah. Anyway, I cut you off. So go ahead. Go ahead. You're looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 2 because, you know, it's it looks good. The faces still look weird. I don't know. They, they've been doing something with faces that I don't like. Uh, <laughs> um, but it looks like a good game. If if, if the, It looks more like Resident Evil 4, less like Resident Evil 7. Or, sorry, like, like Resident... Well, yeah, not like Resident Evil 7. Less like Resident Evil 7 and definitely less like Resident Evil 6. The dumpster fire, as you put I it. Tr- yeah, it's just a fucking, it's garbage. Uh, but yeah, and and if if they can keep it in that four, some of five region, but you know, obviously upped graphics and maybe more survival horror reasons. That's two is much more on the focus of that. Uh, then I'll be happy. But we'll see. I'm I'm tentatively excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say my only other i was gonna say devil may cry 5 i'm still kind of on the fence about that but my my other honorable mention is another cthulhu game that this is sort of taking the place of what call of cthulhu should have done but it's Uh the sinking city if you haven't seen the trailers for this game this game looks freaky (laughs) so 
and it looks much better than call of cthulhu did when those trailers came out so sure i'll be interested to see uh this game comes out i think the same week if not a few days away it might be like a tuesday friday thing but it comes out the same day or same week rather as the shadows die twice game so um yeah so we'll see we'll see how if i can get drawn into a souls like because i don't think i think i've passed i mean i wouldn't consider rise a souls like so i think i've passed almost every souls like like i haven't really played the dark souls trilogy I have Bloodborne, haven't really played it, yeah. and I haven't played Neo, <laughs> so like, I don't know, will this be the one that draws me in? We'll see. Ooh. Stranger things mm-hmm. have happened. All I mean, right. maybe I'll look at it while I unwrap the Shrinking City. Who knows? Sinking City, not shrinking, sinking. <laughs> no! See, <I'm>, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was trying to be clever. and uh, I don't have I any understand. other honorable mentions I can think of, so... Cool. Well, those are the games that we're most looking forward to as of right now. I mean, we could get a surprise announcement tomorrow. And it'll be like, oh, Death Stranding comes out next week. What? Ah, My (laughs) microphone. I was so excited. Yeah, just kidding. All right. Yeah, see, I noticed there were no Gears of War. No no crackdown. (laughs) Come on, Microsoft. No, not excited for this. No. (laughs) So, anyway, you're like, I I could give two shits about Gears of War. so anyway on to the games of the week games of the week all right you told me before we got started you played a bunch of ps1 stuff what's that all about yeah so i put up a little bit of gameplay of of one of the games i was playing uh kingsfield and the numbering gets weird because it's kingsfield one for us but kingsfield two for japan because we never got one um (laughs) But it was translated, so I'm just going to call it Kingsfield 2, because that's what I think of it as, because I played the original as well. So I played the original first. Uh, it was literally like a launch title for the PlayStation. So, like, the the ISO for it is 37 megabytes. So, like, yeah, that tells you, like, graphically. <laughs> Go look at a screenshot. Uh, it, it's, it's very rough 3D, because um, it was one of the first things, and... Uh, it's a fun game, and it's you can you can feel the roots of of Dark Souls and stuff in these games, because they're very much like Dark Souls, but like first person, uh, like you know in that first person combat. So you're you're getting weapons and armor, and and you're killing things and leveling up, and they just it it's just less less of certain things and as you go they get more and more influenced by it because there's three there's three kingsfield games on the playstation the original playstation so i played all three of those and beat them uh and then they had us another game called shadow tower they came out with on the playstation which i just beat yesterday actually and that one ratchets up the dark souls vibe by like a hundred because um the difference with the biggest difference between kingsfield and the dark souls games is there's music everywhere like on all the places you go where, where dark souls is very much known for just being quiet and atmospheric until you get to a boss and then it's got this big oh big music going on uh, <laughs> um so shadow tower does away with that it's the first it's just completely silent it's just the sound of your footsteps and then there's atmospheric and the sounds of monsters and stuff so it's very dark so it's like creepier than their other games um and it, they added durability to your weapons, and uh, it's interesting because you don't level up. Everything you kill gives you a stat point in something. So uh, there's a there's a finite amount of monsters in the game, and you can see the percentage of them that you've killed in the area that you're in. So you can stick around and try and kill everything because more will spawn at certain points, uh, or you can just continue on with the game. And it's about going down this big underground tower and trying to get to the bottom to get this crown. Uh, so it, it's very Dark Souls because, like I said, dur- the energy is durability in this game. And it's the first game where, like, you have, like, a bunch of esoteric fucking random stats that you don't know what they do. Like Dark Souls does where it's, like, what, what there's one called, like, Beast Blood or some shit in, in Bloodborne. And I was like, what does that do? <laughs> um 
So, like, they all have weird names, and I had to look it up to, like, see what they even did. <laughs> um, because you can also get these little items, rarely, that let you, like, put a couple stat points into whatever you want. Um, but otherwise, it just, like, goes into very specific stuff. Every monster gives you different things. And it's not, like, a terribly long game, but there's 150 different monsters in the game. So, like, everywhere you go, you're seeing new monsters. It's, like... This room, new monster. Next room, new monster. Room after that, new monsters. That room, new monsters. Like, everywhere you go, there's different monsters. You're always constantly like, oh, what's this thing going to do? Because, like, your there's no currency. Your currency is your health. So you repair your weapons with your health. And you, uh, I mean, there, there is a little, this currency you can get called Kuhn. Um but like it's there's not a lot of it and you can only get very limited things with it so your currency is basically your health uh and the only way you heal is by getting health potions throughout the game and when you use a health potion it doesn't it's not like you get a set amount of health back it just heals you to full so it's like kind of like a do i want to use a potion or can i take a couple more hits and get really close to death before i use it <laughs> it's uh and then like, ooh, do I want to repair this? I mean, I, I played it pretty safe. And by the end, I had like 30 healing potions left. So I, I, I never felt like I was going to run out. But <laughs> I'm going to hoard uh, all these and suffer my way through the game. Yeah, considering I uh, have been playing all of their games and I'm very used to that fighting style, that first-person fighting style now, I, I don't find that surprising. Um, and just yesterday as well, I beat... Uh, a game on the PlayStation they have called Echo Knight, which is like a first-person adventure game where you like you're trying to, you're on a boat and you're trying to like solve the murders of everybody there and like put their spirits to rest and it's it's interesting. Uh, and I beat that and now I'm playing the second one, which was their other PlayStation game that didn't come to America. So I'm playing a translated version of that, but it's the last PlayStation game for them I have to play, and then I'm going to move to PS2. So I'll probably be talking about more from software games next week because it's all I'm playing right now. Jeez. Well, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I've had this same kind of kick before. I've done this with Final Fantasy where I was like, I want to play every Final Fantasy game. And I like started with two because I had beaten one and just made my way up, and now I've played one through ten all the way through um but i mean with eight being your favorite right <laughs> it's the worst nine is my favorite nice. um but yeah it's that's i'm just sort of on a kick right now for from software games nice well just hyping me up more for Sekiro. for which one? Oh, Sekiro. Yeah. yeah i was kind of on a monster hunter kick i know i said that after our games of the year episode but i played um so Monster Hunter World just kind of got back back into that. I mainly um, used range weapons like the bow, and um, yeah, and the long sword. But I, I wanted to try the great sword. That's that's a weapon that I just suck at, and it always seems like if you can master it, it does a ton of damage. So I tooled around with that, and um, actually, because I went back and started like fighting the old like the the beginner monsters and i uh, did some arenas against like a uh, uh great jargus the baroth and the rathalos and mm -hmm. was actually holding my own and with i know that doesn't sound like a big deal but it does when like because the the great sword's a slow ass weapon <laughs> so but it does yeah. a ton of damage and i'm used to like i said the bow just managing my critical distance and fighting from afar and so played that um also played some monster hunter generations ultimate on the switch actually figured out how to shoot the bow because you're talking night and day controls um between the generations ultimate and world uh so played a little of that and forgot what it was like to have a ton of loading screens versus just like a persistent world <laughs> so um we're definitely spoiled with um monster oh, yeah. hunter world and I hope that the expansion pack, which I guess comes out this year, right? Some Yeah, sometime this year. I hope it's like a, a meaty one because if it is, I then... It, I think it was fall this year is what they said. Yeah, I might hop back in. And, oh, yeah, for sure. 
especially if there's a, a, a ton uh, of content. And uh, and also I also started playing uh, the Fractured Butthole South Park game on the Switch. It's a decent port, you know. I um I know there was some performance issues when it first came out, but I'm enjoying it. It's funny, you know. If you're a fan of South Park, you'll like it. It's um got plenty of humor and it, it's a decent enough RPG. It's like a tactical um I say tactical RPG, but it's like instead of turn based, it's grid based. And so your combat moves are based on where you're where you're at. So, um, I think I picked it up on a sale for like twelve bucks. So it's uh, especially for a Switch game. When I see games on the Switch for like cheap, I always pick them up. I'm like hell yeah. So, uh, and aside from Heroes of the that and um, like Heroes of the Storm, you know, and I'll talk more about that in the patch notes. So, and I think that's it. I think we're ready to move into the patch notes, right? I think so. All right. So speaking of the patch notes, here's Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> so <laughs> they announced their new hero, Imperius, who is a asshole of an angel from Diablo Three. Yeah. Um, he's now on the PTR. He should be dropping when this airs tomorrow. Um, all things being equal, uh, he's a ton of fun. Like if you play Bruiser characters, uh, like Sonya, uh, Artanis. Um, you know your your warrior tanks but the ones that deal damage uh mm. you'll feel right at home he's i would say he's a bit of a troll like malganus where malganus just cc's people imperius's cc is it's fun for poking at people and isolating people because what he does is his main ability his q ability and I, yes i did just look down at the keyboard to make sure i was looking at the right button there um <laughs> What it does is uh, you can control the range because um, it's the tip, literally the tip of a spear, just the tip. And you can control where that lands because if you just fire the skill shot, but the spear is past the person, you'll overshoot it and you'll just go diving at someone and get yourself killed. But what you do is if you hit the person with your spear, you'll channel for one second, picking them up and stunning them. And when the duration of that ends, you'll drop them and deal damage. When I was playing with this guy on the PTR, just the fact that you pick them up and stun them and then drop them can kill people depending on how much health they have left. Right. And his W ability is like another sort of flame, like not really AOE, but it does damage in a line. Well, I took this ability, this talent, where I threw that first I hit someone and then I launched at them with my Q, the moment I made contact with the Q, it dealt AOE damage uh, upon the moment of impact. And so I was having a field day with that plus the E ability, which does also AOE damage um, for a duration. And his talent is very similar to Orpheus, where for each ability you use on the person, Instead of on you, it's on the person. They mm-hmm. gain a charge, and then once you use a basic attack, they take a certain amount. Of, I think it's a percentage of their health damage. I could be wrong about that. So he, ton of fun. I'll probably day one purchase. I guarantee you. I have I have the gold. <laughs> You're making a face because I know you. I know you hate that. I like paying a premium. Like I'll pay the 15k instead of waiting two weeks and I paying mean, the 10k. You don't have any other things to spend your gold on so that's fine yeah buddy (laughs) so i'll probably buy him and what am i saying i'm i will buy him and (laughs) he will be mine (laughs) day one and i'll be in those long queue times which i want to note that i've seen people on my friends list playing heroes of the storm more often since the announcements it's almost like they're rallying to support the game so i do think that's cool so props for them and i find like the queue times have gone down so I don't know if one, they're fixing matchmaking or two, they're just pooling the matchmaking together. So uh, something's going on in the matchmaking that it's either one improved or people are coming to support the game now that they think it's dead. So yeah, um, I've been having fun with it. I've, I mean, I feel like we've been having an easier time finding games and the games we get in have been people with better skill in comparison to ours because like. I don't feel like we're getting steamrolled three games in a row like it used to happen sometimes. I just think we've improved and we're awesome now. 
So yeah, we're we're ready for pro level right as soon as they get rid of it. Yeah, I mean that's the way <laughs> I look at it. I'm usually on the leaderboards. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So yeah, no, you're right. It's been it's been fun. The games have felt a lot more balanced. So maybe that's because all the good people left. I don't know. So, but anyway, that's Heroes of the Storm. New hero. Look for him. Diablo three. Uh, the darkening of Tristram is live, which Tristram. you can play through the first 16 levels of Diablo one in Diablo three. It's Diabloception. Um, and then last bit is the 14 days of Fortnite are coming back um, through the 15th. They said early this week, it could be the day this podcast airs. Um, they didn't give, uh, they didn't specify when um, the story broke. So it's basically for those who might have missed out on some rewards. So for those of you who play Fortnite, go get them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically it for the patch notes this week. All right. So we'll move into our classic corner. So uh, this week I have a PlayStation 2 game to talk about. It's called Radiata Stories. So... This game is actually really fun. I played. The, uh, I own this on PS2, back when PS2 was a thing, um, and it's it's an RPG. It's mostly voiced, um, so you kind of run around uh, talking to people and, and doing quests and whatnot. And the combat is like when you run into an enemy either on the field because you can actually see them. It's not random encounters, or uh, you know you get into a combat. By talking to somebody then it's kind of like an arena where uh, like a circular arena and you run around and have an attack button and a defend button and so if you hit attack your guy will start like beelining toward the enemy that they are targeting and then hit them and you have abilities you can use and mana stuff like that so um it's kind of reminiscent of tales of symphonia but less crazy all over the place like less over-the-top anime style combat uh <laughs> um but the the big thing about the game is there i, I don't remember and I, I didn't care to look up but i think there's something like 60 different characters you can have on your party um and they all have different special quests you can do to get them throughout the game uh and like halfway through the game you have the choice to like uh you have to make a choice i'm not going to spoil what it is but you make a choice uh and it kind of splits the direction that the game goes and i'll be honest i never played through the game more than once so i don't know what happens when you take that other path but like i have to imagine it changes the game significantly because it's basically which team you're going to join and they're and and the team you join is fighting the other team so it's just a recolor <laughs> well like you fight different people you have different people that you can get on your party that way uh and it's it's very vast it's kind of reminiscent of like chrono cross in terms of like how many people there are and the ways that you have to get them chrono cross had like a hundred people or something crazy like that um but yeah it's it's a great ps2 game uh i can't imagine that you can get it anywhere uh i kind of want to look it up let me see it's like um metal gear one right when uh you have to halfway through the game you submit to the torture or you pass the torture and <laughs> depending on what determines who it wasn't a huge deal like it didn't change the game significantly but it just determined mm -hmm. which character lived or died at the end and which special item you got on your next playthrough <laughs> yeah i don't even think there is a way to play it at this point uh short of an emulator or having an actual ps2 but it's a good game it's a fun game <laughs> i still i still have the disc for it and i i'm i've been thinking of playing through it again but i've been on my kingsfield stint so that hasn't happened yet but <laughs> well there you go yeah variety got a stories playstation 2 ratatouille stories got it yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right um well last thing yeah new, new releases. releases go uh, ahead ryan you're usually our new releases guy I'll yeah let you not not a lot coming out this week still pretty early in the year uh wait till the end of this month uh 
We've got the Mario games that we were talking about earlier. Uh, Mario Luigi Bowser's Inside Story re-release on 3DS. Uh, I don't want to say re-release, kind of like a re... It's a remaster, yeah, because the graphics are improved and the music is too. Uh, January 11th, so uh, that's Friday, I believe, yeah. Um, and then New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe coming to Switch uh, also on Friday, January 11th. And then Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition uh, to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC. All, the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, also Friday, January 11th. So basically a bunch of re-releases this week. <laughs> so if you've, if you've got some games that you didn't play because you didn't have that console and you want to play them now, now's the time. Exactly. Well, this was kind of a, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of a short episode this week. Um, so I don't know. You were watching the. T- I wasn't watching the time this time. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was just over an hour. But you know what? It's okay. It's our first episode of the year. Not too much news. Not too many new releases. So, but trust me, this is going to ramp up real quickly through March. I mean, oh, we yeah. got Anthem, The Division. We got Metro Exodus. I mean, there's a ton of stuff coming out just in the first three months of the year. Yeah. Uh, Resident yeah. Evil, as we mentioned. These three months are going to be a bitch. Yeah. But, you know, stay tuned. Oh, no. For- <laughs> don't worry. We'll, we'll play through these games for you people so you don't have to. That's basically, we're, we're a service. Yeah, so. we'll let you know which ones are actually worth paying the $60 for. <laughs> exactly. So, but you know what? We made it through. And for those of us who stuck around for the full hour, thank you very much. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we're for some reason we're we're pretty popular on Facebook. I have no idea why. What algorithms out there? But but people are watching us on Facebook. Um, you can check out our website, SilverTryHards.com. Uh, all the same content is just posted there. Uh, I think I already said we're on podcast services. And if you have any feedback, good, bad, indifferent, any questions, we'd be happy to read your questions on air, as it were. Um, and address those. You can send that to the silvertryhards at gmail.com. All one word, uh, even though that's what three words, four words. Tryhards, <laughs> we kind of keep one word. I don't know. It's words. <laughs> so, anyway, we'd be happy to to address your feedback. So, anyway, I guess that's it until next week. And I hope everyone had a had a happy new year. Everyone have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, happy new year and, and merry Christmas. So long!